space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Bait. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvek, and Tracy as Captain Vigro. This is our season two finale, with the officers finally getting a sit down with the members of the Coalition. If you give us your word that you'll try, we'll believe you. You have my my word, both as a Starfleet officer and a Tellerite, that I will do my best to get you leniency. Nice. Okay. They'll go up peacefully. Mm, you've made a lot of promises there, Vigrel. It wasn't much of a promise. He gave his word as a Tellerite. I did. Coming from a social culture, that means a lot. Well, and and Tellerites, you know, they're they're abrasive. They're not particularly deceptive. Mm. Not really at all. Imagine if anything, they're overshares. So, how are you guys getting to dinner? Well, I assume we are riding along either in the second shuttle with the second crew or on the third trip. I think just the second shuttle would be fine. Yeah. Bones McKenzie. Zelda, Vigril, Kelvac, Canton, Bill Williams. Actually, Bill Williams doesn't go anymore. So five it is. Are you guys taking anyone else? Hmm. Don't know of anyone else that we need in particular. I mean, you know, I'd always feel safe from having a security along, but we're, we're supposed to be good guests here. So. We could bring Malloy's, good at social circumstances. Kelvac, this is your purview. Okay. I. Uh, Social circumstances are my purview. Well, no, no, the security issue, Malloy. Oh. oh. Okay, so that's a no. <laughs> mm. He's the one that uh, saw me do that thing and doesn't like me anymore now, right? No, Malloy's the one that lied, tried to oh. be more like you, and then realized you didn't yeah. like it. And now he's super ashamed. Oh yeah. Okay. No, he should come. Bring him along. He's, he's a good kid. Okay. Cool. So you guys can head over. As you're looking at it from the outside, uh, it's about the same, the Coalition vessel. It's about the same size as your vessel. But where your ship is light gray and sleek with soft curves, kind of, the uh, Coalition vessel Vernal is kind of a dark gray, almost black, with a compact frame and kind of rounded edges. And just from the outside, you can tell it has similar warp technology, like two warp nacelles, but they're pulled into the main hull, unlike most Federation vessels um, that have like a distinct saucer section engineering session. It's it's pretty much like a long rectangle from bow okay. to stern. Hmm. Just go in? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You guys are being so Federation-y. It's great. So trusting. Had to get there eventually. Yes. We could bicker about it for another hour and a half. (laughs) 
disembark, uh-huh. and you're welcomed by a few uniformed officers in uh-huh. the galley, and that they can lead the way. Okay. Give me some checks on what you guys are like looking for from the ship, from the officers, from what would you guys be interested in? I'm just interested in the overall attitude um, and, you know, customs. I'm trying to pull some things that uh, I can use in conversation later and just get a general expecting from us. Okay. Vigro? I'd, I'd probably be doing something similar, just observing them and. Well, I, I might be more observing kind of their, their overall kind of base demeanor and how they interact and. Okay. Like, what would you like to know? I'd like to know the their protocol, what the the hierarchy in the ship seems to be, how they seem to go about it. Uh, okay. Canton, good old empathy check. Probably for me, go to Yeah. Uh, for that Kelvin, is only a six. Nice. I have a four. Uh, you could do empathy, you could probably do protocol, you could do tactics. Any of those you want. Protocol, so that's a four. So a five. Cool. So their attitude, Canton, they're mm-hmm. very tip top, ship shape. Very, they're more militaristic than you would think you're walking along it doesn't take long there's just two officers in front of you there's n- nobody behind you so you don't mm-hmm. feel like a prisoner or anything uh, they don't really talk so I mean you can't really get conversation and stuff from that but for a six I want to give you something good so they're kind of like uh, militaristic uh, Vulcans no nonsense but uh, no offensive not as cold as Vulcans, but very similar. Just very professional and militaristic? Yes. Uniforms are definitely more militaristic than you guys. Uh, their attitudes are... You see some passing in the hall. There's a lot more... You pick up on obvious, like a salute thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's more rigid than the Federation that you're used to. Okay. I'm trying to think, what else would you be interested in? Can I pick up on you know any expectations? Okay, they that's have I'm trying to give you uh, just to follow rules. You get um for, for a six for the whole walk from where you are from what you've seen when you get there. You can tell it's a lot mm-hmm. less autonomy and more just you know following rules, doing what's expected. These guys have a mission. They're getting you from the hangar bay to the to the galley. Yeah, everything they are right now is all about that task. Yes. They're not like drones. Or... No, 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 not drones. More like, um, you know, some of the Eastern cultures, you know, honor rules. You know, this is what we are here to do. We're going to do it to the best of our ability. And there's nothing beyond that. And Vigril, you were observing the officers for what? Um, Kind of looking at... Uh... Like their kind of base demeanor and interaction, um, so you know, kind of like so. We know how Tellarites interact. We know how humans interact. Yeah, yeah. 
these guys, you notice they're not interacting really with each other or with you. Okay. They're just their sole purpose is to lead you to the galley. No small talk. They're not mean or anything, just terse. Yes. They'd be very boring at a party. <laughs> well, maybe not for you cuz you could insult them enough to maybe open them up. It'd be a fun challenge. But it may get boring like it is with the Vulcan. You don't know yet though. Okay. And Kelvac, you were looking at the hierarchy? Yeah. And like the general okay. protocol on on board ship. Uh you can tell that Yeah, these guys are definitely assigned to you. You can tell that there are other people walking up and down the hallway, but not nearly as many as you see, like in a Federation ship. We're new families, the, everything. This is all yeah, military. Yeah, there's, no, there's just people. The people you've seen are of military esque age. Yeah, you've seen at least a couple females, probably an even number. Uh, they oh, definitely yeah, like. There's more saluting. They have sidearms. Their uniforms are more... They're even more militaristic than, like, your security forces in the Federation. Because right now, you guys, the security forces are... They look like they did in Star Trek Five or Six, whatever it is. They have a helmet. Maybe some shoulder pads. Mm. But these guys are... They could stand upon... You know, it's, it's nice. It's light body armor. Like, uh, if you're riding a motorcycle. Stuff like that. Okay. They got a utility belt with a handheld weapon and some other doodads. Were you guys wanting to know anything else? Nope. Not offhand. Just gonna walk you into a black hole or something. I love it. Well, um, I, I guess one other thing I'd like to know is you're not dreaming. Do we notice any like internal security for the ship, like gun turrets or things like that? That's something good. You know, I'll give me a notice. Three. Uh, maybe not so much gun turrets. Like, oh, you guys will notice that uh, the inside isn't as smooth as, like, a Federation thing is. It's more military. But I don't want you to get that mental image of, like, just pipes and steams blowing places. It's very efficient and just bare bones. Okay. It's not really meant for people or whatever. But you do notice that there are cameras, like, everywhere for a three. Way more than you're used to on a Federation ship. Okay. Yes, but this ship's built more for utility and stuff. So they'll, they'll go to a door and stand to the side and say, you know, the captain's waiting inside. And you guys enter. Mm -hmm. And you'll see the guy before. And he's he's actually very kind of jovial, maybe. But he'll say, "Welcome, Captain Vigril. These are these are my men." And he'll point and he'll say, "This is there's him plus three other people." Mm -hmm. And he said, "This is I'm Captain Nilton. This is my first lieutenant, acting first officer Cromar, my weapons officer second lieutenant Fett, and my intelligence officer second lieutenant Vell. If you would." We would be honored to join us in dining. We appreciate your hospitality, and we would be happy to join you. 
And I'm assuming you make introductions for everybody? Yeah, I'm making introductions for everybody. Do you make them or do you want each person to say their own little thing? I'll make them. Since you know, since he made introductions of his people, I will follow suit. Nice. He is trying to Oh, come on. Give me a presence check. <laughs> <laughs> that would presence? be I have a one total. One total? Well, with my negative three. Yeah, let's say that we'll keep a boost track of this. He, you can tell he's very impressed that you followed suit and introduced people similar to how he did. Okay. He was trying to impress you, and you in turn did it against him. Whatever. <laughs> okay, so you have Malloy, security officer. Do you introduce him as first officer or just security officer Kelvick? I'd, I'd probably say both. Okay. Sup. <laughs> Sup. Do you know you're first officer now? I'm first officer now? Yeah, I didn't think you were first officer yet. Well, do you want to be first officer? I can make well, some Huh? Wasn't well, that... I should write home to my mother about that. Yeah. <laughs> you totally should. Is this the first time you've called him the first officer? I think so. <laughs> Congratulations. Do we get a look of Vulcan shock, you know, the eyebrow going up or anything? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yes. <laughs> okay. So sure. uh, well, I, I don't I don't feel like in the game this would be the first time I've referred well, to him as a first officer. I mean, I feel like, has he been acting as first officer this whole time? He has, but we had a whole episode on how he is kind of worried about being first officer. See, if you're making him first officer here, it's kind of a big deal. Okay, then I'm not going to make him first officer here. Okay. Because <laughs> he uh, had the I'll whole just... thing where that lion or tiger beat up little Timmy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, he ripped off his shirt and fought it, and it was, yeah. Yeah, so I, I will introduce him as chief of security. I will, you know, introduce Zelda as our chief engineer, and, you Can't know, I'm done yeah, I'll introduce Canton, and I'll introduce Malloy and Bones, McKenzie. Cool. He'll say, "Welcome. Have have a seat, please. We've we've prepared some dishes. We thought we could match with yours, and we've gotten some for ours as well. We just like thank you for joining us. We are delighted that you could finally see our see your ship in person. Uh, one of our drones picked up the presence of a probe around a forbidden planet." And it brought our attention to your federation. My people, as you have guessed, are good listeners. And he points to his ears. So, Captain, tell us about this federation. Well, so the federation is a, a group of many worlds and many species that have banded together to mutual benefit for each other. And we, we seek to explore the galaxy and meet new cultures and spread peace and goodwill throughout the galaxy. That, that sounds very noble. It sounds very similar to our our coalition of systems. We are we are a very proud people who have come together to protect ourselves and protect the citizens. What about your other men? What do they have to say of the Federation? We like learning of this different culture. Well, I will let them Say what 
they think. Federation is a... Hmm. How to describe the Federation? It is... <sighs> it's, <laughs> You've never had to think about it before. No, yeah, it's just the Federation. Um, but no, so it's a consortium of... Not consortium, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> it's a union of planets and societies that have agreed to work together to better all peoples. Nice. What, what about you? And they'll, he'll point to Canton. Well, I cannot personally speak more eloquently or you know, put it any better than my higher-ranking officers that I serve, of course. I would simply say that the Federation is an opportunity for people of many different planets, many different races, to put their strengths together for the tasks they commit to better achieving goals that benefit uh, the race and the members as a whole. Very nice. And they'll, they'll ask other people and... Bones will say some nice things. Malloy will say some awkward things. <laughs> and they'll each talk, and then they'll talk, they'll say things about, you know, working together. And one of them, this is while you guys have some drinks out, and there's like a salad. The appetizer, if you will, while you're waiting. Uh, okay. When the, I guess when your main course comes out, what are each of you having? What did you request? Steak. <laughs> I requested to try some of their dishes. Uh, my standard meal of a vegan uh, rice and beans platter uh, <laughs> that is nutritionally balanced for myself. Vulcan Soylent. Nice. Essentially, yes. Yeah. Zelda's going to have steak as well. Buzz is going to... He's actually trying some Vulcan things with you even though he doesn't really seem that way. And you're going to get uh, Vigral kind of a... You'll inspect it. I'm not going to make you roll for it. You can put <laughs> it together. It's kind of like a bug burger. See, now bugs sound like something Tellerites would eat. Yeah. Probably really enjoy. It sounds delicious. So you guys are eating and having that awkward diplomacy thing. Give me some discipline checks. Five. Three. Three. Yeah. Vigral. And what you've been saying so far, would you say in your general, um, how you've been speaking, would the aspect more like giant among Tellarites or son of a Tellarite captain be more at play? Probably son of a Tellarite captain. Okay. Cool has no bearing on what we're doing, so don't worry. Completely random question. Yeah. So you guys are talking. Give me a customs check. This is the best time to do that. <laughs> oh. Two. Calvac and Canton? Two. Oh, that's two. I'm sorry. Let's see here. Customs would be a four. Wow. You two are noticing, you know, they have little customs of 
where they put the drink, where the utensils are, things like that. Kel- Canton is excellent at this kind of things. Mm. I'd say you get a little boost of fitting right in. Great. Okay, so you guys are talking, and Cromar, his first in command. He says, oh, my superiors were hoping someone would run into you, but it seems you have made it a point to avoid our territory. These can be dangerous times, so I can understand wanting to stay undetected. These pirates can be quite tiresome. Were not much of a were they much of a bother to you? Who's he addressing? Uh, the captain, of course. No, they weren't much bother until obviously this most recent encounter, and it's our policy that when we come to a new area, we know there's a conflict, and we don't like to get involved. And, you know, particularly when we don't know the history of the conflict and, you know, it's the prime directive. Yeah, we, we have a prime directive that – thanks for the cue. <laughs> we, we have a prime directive um, that we try to follow about non-interference among other cultures and conflicts and – it's a guiding principle when we enter new areas. Oh, a prime directive. So you prefer not to get involved in internal affairs. Exactly. Ah. There are exceptions to the rule, of course, but as a priority, uh, we feel that a species that is intelligent enough to govern themselves most certainly has the right to do so. Everybody give me an empathy check. Four. Ooh, I boosted my empathy this past. I noticed that you had empathy. You have yeah. it one, don't you? Oh, uh, two. It, it was at one, so now it's uh, at two. Two, hooray. Oh, is it two? Nice. Yeah. Five. Five. Okay. Show off. <laughs> for a two I, you know what you boosted your empathy I kind of want to give it to you <laughs> I've been working harder than empathy yeah for the two you can tell that the weapons officer Lieutenant Fett he was uh, slightly annoyed when Canton was talking of that effect on people uh, <laughs> you and Canton, what did you get out of four. Canton out of five? Yep. Okay, you can for a five, you can tell when you were talking, they kind of felt insulted. You felt it was the social faux pas, is that the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For me, speaking out of turn or what I was speaking about? You get for the five, kind of speaking out of turn. Gotcha. Uh, and Vigro, you could tell that some of them... Except Nilton. He's very friendly. Mm-hmm. But the other ones, especially Fett, the weapons officer. Fett and Vel, they both were kind of like looking down at, scoffing. Uh, at, you going to reprimand me? At, at him, kind of talking. Hmm. Um, I, I'll just say something like, you'll, you'll have to excuse Mr. Canton. As I'm sure you've encountered with other species before, uh, we have different social protocols, and or you know, and I hope there's not been any offense. 
Oh, nice. I like you. Just I'm just, I'm just gonna bow my head down and like look ashamed of myself. The Tellerite is just right in the front. Give me a presence check. I'm rolling terribly. A one. Okay. Can can I help him with that if I look ashamed? Negative boost on you. Of something. How about that? Sure. Okay. Of learning my place or something. I'm fitting right in, but I need to learn my place. Yeah. <laughs> they thought you were doing so good. Okay. Vel, the, the intelligence officer, is about to give you free information. I can't do that. Huh. <laughs> uh, he'll say he'll actually speak. Uh, you'll see he's kind of awkward about it at first. He was going to talk to Vigril. But he is going to now speak. You can kind of look at Vigril and both Kelvec and say there's been stories through many systems of outsiders coming in and stealing civilians. So the civilians are so easily startled. How do you handle your civilians in the Federation? So he was kind of directing that toward both me and Kelvec? Yes. So I'm going to kind of. Gesture towards Kelvec. <laughs> the, there are many civilians. Starfleet is, but the is not just a military wing of the Federation. It is the there are civilians in Starfleet, right? Yeah, I mean there that, are that come along with us, really. But a couple episodes where they show up and they have a uniform, they have like a special little pip. They're like consultants and. There's well, they're, they're on the Enterprise. They're not really officers, I guess. But no. Um, but it's not. Yeah, like you said, it's not just the military. Uh, it, it is a our prime directive beyond just eliminating us from interacting and interfering with the uh, goings-on of sovereign. Um, civilizations encourages us to explore and seek out new civilizations. To boldly go... Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, right? Civilians are an important aspect and actually run Starfleet. Starfleet is under the authority of a civilian body that is duly elected by all members of the Federation. No empathy check needed. You can tell that's confusing. All right. Just for everybody involved. <laughs> Seems about right. Yeah. yeah. Go, they don't continue. have a word for democracy. <laughs> we, the coalition. I mean, we're we're all adults here, of intelligent species. We we technically we have civilians and we have that thing, but it's it's separate. We, we have to, you know, help protect civilians from outside as well as, you know, inside. Is this, this not a problem that you have? The Federation does have some neighbors that aren't the friendliest, and so we do have to, you know, keep an eye on our borders and keep an eye on our civilians, but typically we don't have much internal problems. And actually we have civilian authorities that tend to monitor the internal security. 
uh, Vel, the guy yeah. that's been talking this time, the intelligence officer, he'll ask you, Vigral. He said, "Are you? Is your you are military or you are not?" Well, Starfleet is um, the military branch of the Federation, but our mission is not solely military. We are we tend to think of ourselves first as explorers and scientists, but we do take on the mantle of military when necessary. Has your species been deemed the greatest, and that is why you're in command? Um, <laughs> like he's like you can. He's not even being funny. Like this is a serious right. question. Uh, <laughs> you know, actually, in the Federation, all species are given an equal place, and I happen to be in command of this ship, which I've earned through my own merits. But we have captains of different ships of many different species. Though uh, we we have Vulcan captains. I gesture toward Kelvec. We have human captains, and also multiple other species represented. They look a little and, confused by this. And it, each captain was not given privilege through something they didn't earn. They had each one earned it through their individual merit. Give me some discipline checks. One. Oh yeah. Four. You get your plus two, Kelvec. Oh, so six. Wow. Canton? Zero. Oh, you guys are so sexy. <laughs> okay, so V-Girl. What's we'll target? Canton. Oh, hypothetically, if someone was trying to figure out some of your aspects, would you, mm -hmm. would you be giving off the whole maybe a wee bit jealous of the Vulcan at this point? Probably so. What about you, Vigril? That's not the son of a Tellerite captain. Hmm. Nothing from you, Kelvac. You're a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly from dialogue that we've had, maybe they picked up that I'm good on the fly. Okay. Yeah. Or... Thinks he's good on the fly. Ah, there you go. Okay, so there's... After this pause about whole species being equal and stuff. <laughs> Weird. Uh, Fett, he'll speak to the Vulcan and say, uh, so you're the weapons guy. Those are some pretty nice weapons you got on your ship there. And then Nilton will kind of speak in and say, he'll speak to you, Vigril, and say, is your weapons officer of such a singular mind, Captain? What he means to say is, thank you for rescuing the civilians and capturing the pirates. Uh, but we will ask why you, the coalition wasn't contacted sooner. Well, <laughs> uh, you want to pause for a fate point? Hmm? Awkward pause for a fate point? Sure. <laughs> yes. Okay, take a fate point. So there's something on the scene of something about Federation is... What do you guys think? What does that say about the situation in the Federation? Maybe not so trustworthy? Yeah, possibly. Kelvec, Canton? Thoughts, ideas on that? Well, I guess uh, hesitancy doesn't really beget trust, but I don't know. It's going swimmingly, guys. <laughs> 
Okay, so I guess what I'm going to tell him is, um, well, previously we had taken on survivors from a ship, um, then taken on damage, and um, we were new to this area, and, you know, them being from here, we, you know, thought that they could help us learn more about this area, and so, you know, they were passengers aboard our ship, and but they requested that um, they did not want to have contact with the coalition, and while we did not have a clear reason why, um, we obliged that so that we could to encourage um, smooth relationships, so we could learn more about the area from them. That's a that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not quite deceitful. It's not quite truthful. It's very diplomatic. It's very diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll look at you. Uh, Nilton will. You can tell a little bit of his smile is gone. But he'll he'll try to change the subject. He's He's a good host. He'll say, uh, "Well, we we do thank you for for bringing all the all of our people on board, both the civilians and the uh, the pirates." You're welcome, and I'm glad we could were able to return them safely to you. Um, and one thing I'm I'm curious about earlier when you had toward the beginning of dinner you had mentioned about a secret planet, which I believe we'd in, in, inadvertently encountered, and... A secret planet? Isn't that what he called it? Are you asking out of game? Yeah. Out of game, That were those were his words. Yeah. Forbidden planet. Oh, forbidden planet. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I, I meant a forbidden planet. Is that and, what you say? Yeah. Nice. Hey, and... Five. You can tell he knows the the phrase "secret planet." <laughs> and I was I was just curious, what kind of planet is that? That was it was very strange. I looked it up on the records because we were the the ship out in this sector, close. You were that is out towards the region of space where we we were many years ago, but we had pulled back because. If you came from that area, there's nothing really out there. But I pulled the records, and it was the atmosphere was very strange. There's very nice minerals on the planet surface, but the atmosphere we found had negative effects on the composure of individuals. So we had left we... a beacon there to warn people not to go down because we had found that many ghost ships were well, dead ships where people had turned on one another were on the surface of that planet. That that beacon is a great idea and, um, and unfortunately we detected it a little bit too late to avoid trouble completely. But it's definitely a good thing to have there and I appreciate that your people have put it there. At, at this point, he's uh, you hear him. Somebody, one of his aides, comes over to his 
his side and whispers in his ear. And he will take his little napkin and do a little prim and proper thing. <laughs> so once again, I want to thank you for bringing the people to me. Is there, were there any more on your ship? Empathy check. What are you trying to find? I'm trying to find out if he already knows that there is someone on my ship. <laughs> I have a five. It beat his. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Well, yeah. As as a matter of fact, um, there is one individual that he um had re- requested to stay aboard our ship, and I thought his he he seems to be very knowledgeable of the area, and I thought it could be useful to us as we're traveling around and when we come into new areas that. Um, we're not coming in completely ignorant of the people and the ways, and so I granted him permission to stay aboard our ship. You granted permission of one of our peoples, a wanted criminal that's killed many of us, permission to stay on your ship. I was not made aware that... Asylum. I, I was not made aware that he is... Uh, killed many of your people, but even prior to our our previous encounter, our most recent encounter with the pirates, he had made clear that he wanted to stay aboard our ship and that he was not interested in continuing with his former life. And I sincerely believe that he is looking to turn a new page in his life. What are the other two of you doing at this point? Observing, watching his security personnel, making sure that they're not trying to. Uh, Give me empathy or protocol jump. or something. Protocol is three. They are on alert. It's a very tense situation. You can tell they're they're waiting. There's like four of them in this room in the corners, wall dressing, watching and waiting. What about you, Canton? I'm just trying to be quiet and not facepalm. <laughs> I'm eating my steak because I'm pretty sure I won't get to finish it if I don't hurry. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's crazy talk. He's going to sit back and be like, everything is perspective, Captain. For one perspective... Your ship has invaded our space, destroyed one of our ships, abducted civilians, and willfully harbored pirates. For us captains, we know that everything's not as simple as that, even though some may think it. We've been very patient so far, more patient than I think most would be. I want to make sure people see more than just that one perspective, if you understand me, Captain. Do you understand? I I do understand, and... You know, I appreciate your patience. Um, I would, it's my experience that that's the mark of wisdom in a captain. (laughs) I don't even know what you're trying to do there. (laughs) (laughs) Are you trying to convince him of something or? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to build goodwill and I'm (laughs) trying to flatter him a bit so that, you know, like, well, well, basically, I'm trying to set it up like, okay, being patient and understanding 
is a mark of wisdom. So if you now turn against that, then you're kind of. He's gonna say, "I'll for for diplomacy's sake, for your kind words' sake, we'll request that we get all of our people to be properly processed." Like I said, I don't want this to come down to just one perspective that everybody sees. I would not want people to see that, you know, I would not want it to come down to just one perspective either. However, this individual has requested asylum aboard my ship, and in accordance with the ways of my people, I was obliged to grant that to him. And in part, until I understand the situation better. I can assure you that there will be no subterfuge happening from my ship, or and we will in no way be aiding any pirates. You harboring a pirate is aiding them. You're leaving me very few options. He will be with us simply as a guide. He, there will be no further affiliation with pirates on his part. And if he attempts to do so, I assure you, I will turn him over to the nearest coalition ship. Calvac and Canton? Uh, stand fast. Yeah. I have not been asked to speak, so I am eating my steak. <laughs> <laughs> it seems we're at an impasse here, Captain. No, we're at a dinner table, Captain. Ah, got it, got it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that's horribly awesome. Let me get back to here. It we if might be I mean, I cannot in good faith turn him over at this time, but I also do not want it to sully our relationships because I feel that we could have a beneficial relationship between our peoples. I, in good faith, cannot return you to your ship. You should know that holding us captive would be considered an act of war, and I left our ship with instructions to notify Starfleet at any sign of trouble. You did? That's crazy. Canton Kelvick? Uh, my hands are ready. I'm in Vulcan. Let's, let's go pose. Let's go pose. Captain, we came here as a good faith gesture of your generous hospitality. And are you saying that by holding us here as captive, it would definitely let the Federation know that we've been mistaken about your people? And I hope that is not the case. It's not holding you captive. We are simply if... needing to put you through the process of trial for destruction of our ship and abduction of civilians. If you're not letting us go back to our ship and holding us on trumped-up charges, that is holding us captive. And you can spin it however you want to, but the Federation is going to see that this is an act of war if you do not let us return back to our ship. Bring it, Captain Beagle. I love it. <laughs> okay. I'm going to spend my fate point. He'll say, you know, if you look out the window here, you can see the Talonertil. 
and you'll see two, three. Yes, three of their little drone—not little drone ships, but the ones you've seen before, the triangle ones. They're kind of mm-hmm. purpley. They'll come out of of warp nearby and be like, "We could easily obliterate your ship, and we would get what we wanted." Or you can give us this person, and then we could talk about dropping charges that you've done against our people. It's up you, to you. Choose your words wisely. You can obliterate my ship, but at what cost? Are your people prepared to go to war with the Federation over one individual? One individual who is not being let walk free and continue his alleged crimes but is under my supervision. If that's what you've chosen, this is your decision. And he'll, he'll push a button on his little... You guess you get com badges like these people. They're really nice. <laughs> you didn't say it before, but they get little com badges here. And he'll push a little button there and say, Helm, engage. And your ship will go to warp. Wow. I'm going to take my last bite of steak. <laughs> Captain, we've gone to warp. It would appear so, Mr. Kelbank. <laughs> Thank you for listening to episode 48 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. Like I said, this is the final episode of our second season. We hope you join us for our third. We'll be taking some time off. During that time, we'll still be publishing some other Fate-based games. We're going to continue with the heist, and also after that, we might also include a Secrets of Nim that we had recorded. We hope you keep on enjoying those. We'd love to get some feedback from you. If you can do that over at BurnEverythingGaming at gmail.com or our Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is, we'd love to hear what you think about the show. You can give us ratings over at iTunes, and I'm sure there's other places. I can't keep track of them all. But wherever you hear us, rate us there, let us know what it is, what you like, all the good things. Hope you keep enjoying.